I didn't notice it at first. I was working out so hard. Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. Welcome to a brand new episode of Dork Trek, the weekly, because we've done it two weeks in a row now, so I'm going to say weekly, the weekly Star Trek podcast, watching and reviewing series of Star Treks. Uh, This week, we are watching Resistance from Star Trek Voyager, and I don't know what the scores are, Dennis. I can't tell you how high we've gone on the scale for Voyager. I can't tell you exactly what my highest score would be, but I can I, tell you that. Okay, what's my highest score in Voyager so far? For Voyager? I think it's probably uh, like a seven and a half. No, eight and a half. Eight what and a half. What about me, Dennis? Um for Ben, it is an eight. What and got an for the same episode? Which one is that? State of flux. State of flux. Yep. Okay, I think this might be a higher number for me. For some reason, the titles of these Voyager episodes don't spark a memory with me. Yeah, like not I, at all. I couldn't tell you what that episode's about. That's why I'm Googling it right now. Stay I was going to say, I was letting him talk. Like, so TNG could... was pretty good with that. Like, okay, fistful of data. Yeah, of course, I know what that is, you know? State of flux. <clears throat> this is the 11th episode with sci-fi. Oh. Uh, is that where Seska uh, uh, defects? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. This is the Seska defecting episode. This episode has nothing to do with Seska. This episode is called Resistance. And I, I this might be my highest rated Voyager episode. Yeah. You no, know, what's funny about that state of flux is that uh Jenny rated that one at four point five. Really? <laughs> yeah. We, wow. We're for all, all the- three of us, it's our highest rated so far. Uh, for Jenny, it is. Uh, hey, to be fair, for Jenny, a 4.5 might be her highest rated Voyager episode. Well, uh, it's not. Was this <laughs> was this an episode, though, where she wasn't on the episode and then she gave us her rating the next week? No, afraid not. I remember clearly her being oh. there and saying that she hated it. That's interesting. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but I think I, I was really excited to review this episode last week when I watched the yep. wrong episode. And I think now that you guys have seen it, you can mm-hmm. understand why this is a great episode. Oh yeah. Like I really enjoyed this episode of Voyager. When I was watching that last scene of this episode today, as I'm saying, cause I hadn't, this is one of the episodes I have not seen since it first aired. Like it's, it, you know, it was long ago and I haven't had a chance to come back to it. Cause I haven't watched Voyager that often. Um, I remember all the advertisements about it that Joel Gray was going to be on an episode and all this stuff, you know, it was like, Ooh, Jenny Gray's, da- Jenny Gray's dad, famous so actor himself. Gene so Gray's like, dad. Yeah. They, they were twins. Yeah. And uh, so I'm watching that last scene though. And I'm like, Oh my God, I don't want to do dork trick tonight because I have no idea how to be funny and talk about this episode because you know, holy it, shit, this was such a good episode. I will say it is uh, like whenever Voyager is good for me, they kind of channel a different series. And for mm-hmm. me, this episode channeled like an original series vibe. Like it's got a tragic guest star, like famous mm-hmm. guest star that has like a tragic arc in it. And the end is like, you know. It's a bummer. Yeah. I like but the it's ep- so good. I like the episode because it actually makes sense like mm-hmm. the the crew yeah. people are doing what they're supposed to do neelix is there to be a liaison yeah. and to be a guy who knows people to help them get across the galaxy mm-hmm. voyager needs trillium or whatever is it trillium or uh trillium i, yeah, I, I think they, trillium. they need trillium Tr- something trillium or something, like or something yeah. because they are running low on that so they are forced to go to this planet and neelix knows somebody and they go find this resistance cell that has it so they have to kind of buddy up to this resistance cell in this over oppressive government on this planet it's perfect like everyone has a role and they play it well on this episode I do think, like, um, for the overall scenario of what was going on, like, um, like, because they start in media res, you know, like, yeah, you're, which things are already in motion. Which is awesome. But then for me to figure out, like, well, why why don't they like these people? 
like what like how do they know that this is a bad planet like they need to sneak around and stuff like th those questions were like in the back of my head mm -hmm. for for a lot of time because there's no captain's log or anything right preluding into it it's just like okay yeah we're sneaking around and making this drug deal on the yeah, streets like, what's up yeah. that's cool now, though because that's the whole point of neelix yeah i would like to point out though that this episode was directed by our boy uh weinrich kolbe i mean he had he had been doing some stinkers for voyager so this was good though this is one of his good ones though yeah. so you know we're back on track um but it's great like this is a great episode like I honestly, and I know it's hard to say, but I honestly felt like people were in peril. Um, mm -hmm. Like the whole Tuvok thing with the, the him describing how Vulcans deal with pain was really kind of cool and built on the 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 Vulcan lore. Uh, I just, I, I don't know, man. I, re, I was really excited about this episode. Like it's kind of great. And like you said, there's the tragic guest star who is dealing with his own thing. And and Jane Way is there being very compassionate and kind. Though I was thinking, as I was watching this, like how would Kirk react to this? How would how would uh, Picard react to it? How would Cisco like trying to picture the different captains in this scenario? We kind of have how Picard would react. I, I think tangentially because of the episode with the flute. Okay. Um, the inner light, because when he wakes up in another man's life, and you know he's like so he gets persistent to fuck trying another to... man's wife. Yeah. You know he pulled a Riker, yeah. and no space station had to get blown up. No. But just a whole so... civilization. Yeah, exactly. Just a son. <laughs> you know, and then we had the Kirk one where he meets the Native Americans, but yes. he's lost his memory. So that's not a a true comparison. Um. We've got the one with Kirk and Spock going back in time to the ice planet with the cave woman and, you know, doing like Eiffel Towers with her. So, that you know, there's that episode. Well, there's there's the sequel, the book that I've read where he, Spock has a son from that time. Yeah, Yesterday's yeah. Son. Yeah, it's, great a, it's a really great book. great book. I guess the uh, Vulcan pullout game is weak. Yeah, yeah. He, the rhythm method was off. That whole era of Star Trek novelizations. Mouth. Spock got that ass. Yeah. They, they were that era of Star Trek novels were Spock, really good. You've got to pull out. You've got to finish on her tits. <laughs> That's highly illogical, Captain. <laughs> if we're doing this to procreate, we must plant our seed, Captain. It's not logical to waste this semen on her. Well, tits. not only that, but because of, of Vulcans, I mean. You know how like ducks have that corkscrew penis? Yeah. Vulcans actually have that little anchor grip that when it, <laughs> it, it's in there. You can get locked up. But yeah, I was because I was the one thing that I was thinking to myself was would like, Janeway treats this guy with kid gloves basically the entire episode. She's like, okay, she's kind of she's she's very sympathetic to his cause, to his right. sadness, to like well, the whole idea. I think she's like, well, I really don't have any other options right now, so I gotta at least you know she's not really i wouldn't say looking out for this guy too much like but she's like okay if you're if you're if you insist on coming with me then you know i'm gonna use your your abilities to you know to get around you know where to go you know how to meet people and stuff like yeah. that but yeah like, but she, i mean she I... wishes she could ditch him at some point yeah you know, a lot of points but you know she just since she can't she's like well i might as well well, you could see like advantage. when when she gives the necklace to him and she's like, oh, God, like she, he's really doing a good job tugging at her heartstrings. Yeah. Where I don't know if others would be as sympathetic. And I wonder if they did that because she's a lady. Yeah, I don't think Cisco would have fucked around with this. Yeah. Oh, what if, I mean, if you if we're gender swapping it though, if it's somebody's mother, like if it's an older woman. Well, yeah, if it's an older woman, then Cisco's got mommy issues. So right. So I think that's part of the the equation. You don't you you know? I think if you, Janeway, if uh, she's dating an old man. So <laughs> I just think you know. So she's obviously got father issues. Yeah. But um. But but really, what starship? It was captain? either starship captain or stripper. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that in the twenty fourth century, that's what it usually boils down to. But no, I think if you know if since 
we have, you know, if we're switching her out, we would have to switch out the, the actor who, you know, played the parent. And uh, I, I think in that case, all of them. Although would... like with Cisco, if it was a father son dynamic, we all know how he feels about his dad and his son. So maybe it would have been, you know, equally as tough for him. And he to... could have, and, and the crazy old man would have given him a spoon or something. Yeah. Like this was my dad's, this was your spoon. That is like, oh, I love spoons. Yes. Oh my God. It reminds no. me of my old gumbo spoon. I love a good ladle. <laughs> now, I, I thought. And then we see him in later episodes using it to cook. Yes. Makes his roux with it. Yeah. But, uh, no, I thought. Um, and he has a look like this on his face when he's doing it. Equal parts flour and butter <laughs> makes a good roux. I love that is good, true. I love a good roux. I was scaring you. That Cisco scared me sometimes. Like there was that one episode we were talking That's about. What made him great about making love, and he was like, "Yes." <laughs> like, he was like, "Whoa, dude!" <laughs> Stop. Jake, are you tapping that ass? That Dabo ass? <laughs> But yeah, fr- uh, let me give you uh, a few pointers on how to make them come hard. <laughs> I had a friend visiting this weekend, and they had not seen, um, like DS Nine. Uh, 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 what kind and, of friend? And so they were like, "Hey, you know, well, why, you know?" And I'd said something about Q being on Picard, and he's like, "Oh, but so why wasn't Q ever on DS 9 I'm like, "Oh, he was once." <laughs> If I, why do you, why do you not come back? I'm like, let me show you. Yeah, you know, Picard never hit me. I'm not I'm Picard. Not Picard, but I also pulled like... the old uh, that Batman meme with Robin slapping yeah. <laughs> This ain't TNG, motherfucker. Basically, I um, but yeah, I I, I enjoyed this episode a lot. Yeah, I, I mean, this could have really been, did. You could have stuck this though in so many formats. Oh yeah, that this episode would have worked in. Because those could have been Nazis, they could have been. Uh, I mean, they pretty much Stalin's, were. you know, secret yeah. police. I mean, any it's Star spy Trek's movie continuing movie? love affair with authoritarian, you know, yeah. um, uh, what do you call it? Regimes, parables, or whatever. Well, it's um, easy. Who's going to root for the authoritarian regimes besides modern day Republicans at this point? Like nobody. People are going to watch well, this and go, "Well, we well, can't let this happen." There was that. Uh, person that i did the trek fm episode with that was like a huge gold fan fangirl and i'm just like he's a space nazi he killed thousands of ajorans he drug people's fathers and out in the street and shot them in front of his kids i could see that i was i think there were many times where we ourselves were torn on gold ducat as a character because yes he is all those things but man he was a really great character yeah we never thought he was right yeah, we well, never there's a between a, thinking he was great yeah. and thinking that he was right. I mean, you can think it's a great character, but when you start making excuses for the character, that's when I have problems. Wow, well, I think you yeah, know, it's just again. Like, oh, he's misunderstood. I'm oh my saying, god, I'm just I am worried about your look, dating habits. Now. Look, I'm just saying, Gold Ducat had some really good ideas. Okay, I'm not saying he was <laughs> right. No. The rockets, what, the, the rockets Bajoran launched trains, on time. The Bajoran trains were never late. Yeah, <laughs> they were late once. Now I, I remember having a friend tell me that one time about the real person who lived on Earth with the little mustache, and I was Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, it was Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin had some great ideas. Like, yeah, dude, of course he's fucking Chaplin. Um, the the tramp, everybody loves the tramp, but it just well, was the, the bread thing with the, the yeah. dancing. And I just, I was shocked and awed, and I just, I literally just had to walk away from the conversation. I didn't say a word. Yeah. I was like, oh, all right, I don't want to be, I don't yeah. want to be a party to any part of this, and just kind of walked away. But yes, um, but no, I could see Gold Ducat being, uh, again, as a character, not saying he was correct or anything, but as a character, very well written, and yeah. for Star <laughs> Trek, I mean. Come on, think about how many story arcs that guy had. Yeah. 
you know well, I mean, I... to be fair though ds9 every side character you could have made a series on their own from them i, I mean, mean there were points where gold ducat could have been seen as like a hero where he's going out and hunting klingons during the war in a no he's yeah. no it was the he's on the bird of prey hunting uh uh who was dominion right the dominion on his own yeah. just doing it and like wow that guy's amazing like what a dude what a second what a second act what no, a ridiculous the klingons they were what, fighting the klingons at that point was it the klingons at that point yeah. that's because it was, it, yeah yeah because it's before the and they Mar- had to sneak into that Martok uh, was still... award ceremony and that's they right had, uh, that's right ducat take them there yeah. yeah because they were they all had to pretend to be that was a great episode yeah. where they all were klingons it was great yeah, where they're all drinking blood wine. I mean, Don't stand fine. between me and the blood wine. That's where the that's where the drop came from. Yeah. The, yeah. Yep. Brag all you want, <laughs> but don't get between me and the blood wine. Sometimes I really miss DS9. I mean, I think every time I fire up Voyager, which is now on uh, Plus, right? It's no oh, longer. It's a, September thirtieth. September thirtieth was the last day to. Uh, to get Voyager on now Netflix. Is, is that all um, uh, Star Trek franchises? No, just uh, Voyager and the original series are no longer on Netflix. <clears throat> That's weird. I wonder why they chose weird. those two. Uh, probably because they had the lowest numbers being watched. That makes sense. Would be my guess. I would think Enterprise would probably have the lowest numbers. That's and I'm pretty sure Enterprise will be moving over soon. <laughs> I've actually but... started rewatching Enterprise. Okay. We're not rewatching, watching the first time. Really. How's it going? We got Manny and I would watch them, and we got to like 11 episodes. And I like... started with the, because um, I had watched a few of them. I Did know you see I watched... Debo, Debo the Klingon? Yeah, yeah. That's the I, loved, I love Debo the Klingon. I didn't watch it this time, though. I started what up, with Craig? The, uh, the, and, the Andorian incident. <laughs> okay. With okay. The, the monastery. That's a great yeah. episode. That's, yeah. that's one but of, then the next yeah. one, the next one is cool, but kind of boring. It's mm-hmm. the one where they find the comet. Okay. And need you know there's like a rare element in there that they need to drill for or whatever, and the Vulcan ship's been tailing them, and like it's cool but it's just kind of slow and boring. Yeah, yeah. But the I, one thing I take away from it is like it's kind of neat to see, like them having this sense of exploration and adventure. Yeah. Like you don't really see that in many of the other series too yeah. often. There's an episode where he has to send a message to like somebody's third grade class. Yeah, that's that episode. Yeah. Oh, is that the episode? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see. And so for well, me, that was for like this a, episode was fourth grade. There might be one for third grade. Too. Oh, no, no, it's fourth. I mean, I'm haven't watched yeah. it. Yeah, that's a really good episode. Years. Yeah. Yeah, it's but. just a little slow. Because that's the one where they find the secret transmission from to Paul and they think it's spycraft, but it's yeah. really a personal letter to like <gasps> her. Yeah, I remember that. To episode. Her betrothed. But like oh, the yeah. thing about the thing about Enterprise is like, I feel like that Montes the Montessori issue episode. I call it an issue. Monastery. That, yeah, the Monastery episode. That's the high water mark, and then it's all kind of downhill. There's a few. Oh, yeah. There's a few that come back to that. You know that. I level. mean, I failed to remember how soon after 9/11 that this. I mean, it started the same month as 9/11. Coincidence. And I had forgotten that, but I, I don't know if they delayed the premiere date or something. But when all the they, knew they knew 9-11 was going to happen. I knew no, it was no, inside no. job. CBS. <laughs> well, I think a lot of shows got preempted that week, you know, because everything was 24 hours. None of the news. CBS employees that worked in the Twin Towers showed up on that day. Dennis, these are all wildly inappropriate jokes. <laughs> Again, if this was this, I would just walk away at this point. Like, I'm just trying to keep it connected <laughs> to the Star Trek, you know, because the lithium doesn't melt steel beams. But um, <laughs> there's an alternate history channel that I watch on YouTube. You mean QAnon? No, no. And he does like, oh, That's what real. if, what if, what if uh, America hadn't been colonized, or what if, uh, you know, the plague hadn't happened, or what if Rome had it's not? It's a really fall? dumb. What if America hadn't been colonized? Every 
piece of land on earth at some point was colonized they just had to find it first yeah. and like okay let's yeah. move let's go there so that's completely out so i'm just saying he that's has dumb. he does <laughs> okay well you watch the channel and you might like it i don't know if you don't like alternate why history why wouldn't then... they colonize it like that doesn't make any yeah, sense yeah that doesn't make any sense hey, watch the episode i'm not going to requote the whole thing i'm need... talking i'll just use that as an example of the they bullshit need tea, that baby puts... but then you get that tea and silk from china so go the land route. No, so no, it's quicker. I'm, the other way, I'm just me. no, because the the demons are in the ocean. Oh, I found India. So Indians. <laughs> he does an episode of what if Al Gore uh, had won the 2000 election. Okay. And the you know procedures forward, and so one of the things that he brings up is the fact that 9/11 happened, or some of the reports have indicated that the whole confusion over the election and the fact that we didn't get a transition phase or whatever for so many weeks slowed down and that made some intel gaps that would have you know possibly it. caught it so i doubt it we just, didn't have we didn't think anybody had the capacity to pull off something like that at that point. and to be fair though even on this alternate history thing he still has it happen it's just that the reaction is completely different because you don't have somebody saying we need to invade iraq because they tried to kill my daddy you know, yeah, that's so, that part. I'm not sure if it would have. I don't know if they would have invaded Iraq. No. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no. uh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, but Star Trek. Uh, God, this episode was just so good. That's why I hate these episodes. I hate the good episodes. It was great. There's, there's nothing to make fun of. I mean, the villain guy was. It's. I will say it's weird that they're all wearing like knockoff Darth Vader costumes. Yeah. Like they all have you save on makeup. If you've the got the Vader. if you've got the face thing though, all those faceless guards. Yeah, that saved on that nose. Good. That face that saved on the that nose. That nose makeup. was weird too because it just I looked didn't like, like that. It just looked like someone had cut open their nose and the bone was ha- like exposed. Like that's all yeah. it was. But I'm talking about the Vader outfits, even with like the stripe, like the weird puffy like uh-huh. coat thing that Vader has because you know he has the chest piece and then the actual like yeah so suit. there's the the quilted suit under all yeah, that shit. that's what they were wearing they were wearing yeah. that weird puffy quilted suit thing and motorcycle helmets yeah and but. motorcycle helmets i love how in the future if you need a just, just put a motorcycle helmet on them i don't know what <laughs> what just a motorcycle helmet i don't know black, what kind black just a black motorcycle helmet yeah so somebody on right fa- now on yeah yeah just go get it facebook they're selling like the face shields and it looks like the cobra commander mask yeah that's cool. like I want this. I would wear a Cobra Commander mask as opposed to the cloth one. Just wear the helmet with the mask. That would be no, so I want, awesome. I want the hood, oh, son. You like, the, you like the hood Cobra Commander. Cobra Commander hood with the two eyes. Really? Okay, so I liked hooded Cobra Commander, but if I were wearing a uniform due to my upbringing in the state of Alabama, I try to avoid anything hooded. Yeah, so I'm going with the helmet. That. But I think I, that helmet would be too hot. Like that Kevlar helmet on with the you know whatever plastic material i always i always preferred the face shield yeah cobra commander that's interesting that sounds like a pole top See, do you like hooded or face shield i kind of like seeing his eyes bug out when he got really mad at destro yeah that's true. yeah so <laughs> i always took it that the, the hooded cobra commander was more of like uh summer cobra commander <laughs> No, yeah, I, yeah. I just that was like the the garrison Cobra Commander. That yeah, was headquarters. That. that was the you know the more dress formal. You thought the you, know, you, you thought the hood was more formal. Yeah, the the helmet and face shield was yeah. was combat. No, was, the helmet. I'm and out face, amongst the troops and stuff. The helmet and face shield to me seems more formal. I don't believe he ever wore a cape with the hood. So the hood was more oh, like yeah. just administrative, like getting paperwork done around the office. <laughs> <laughs> but when it's time to rally the troops or go to combat, you put on that face shield and the cape. I, town, I, baby, get I, that cane going. Yeah. Snake cane. I, I remember. Cane. I remember just watching this show, uh, thinking, "What does he look like underneath?" Like I yeah. spent so many episodes watching GI Joe, just thinking, "Like, what's what's going on under there?" Yeah. And I remember thinking the same thing when I watched Inspector Gadget. Like I just watched the show because eventually they got to show them, right? They got to yeah. show who oh, Claw Claw is. And I was always Gadget. I was always yeah. convinced Claw was Gadget's boss. Oh, that was my thing. Even as a young kid, I was like, it's got to be him. But that, guy, that guy's a real cat lover. Yeah, Cobra Commander. Though I don't know who Cobra Commander was. I can't explain. 
I mean, so I was a huge Cobra fan when I was a kid. Like just the, the that's because Cobra ruled. They had all the better stuff. They did have all the their equipment stuff. was so badass. His tank, his tank was awesome. The his tank Cobra was Rattler, awesome. yeah. The trouble bubbles, yeah. Oh yeah. The trouble bubbles were cool, and and they were cheap. Like you could buy a trouble bubble, and it wasn't super expensive. They exploded, right? They were awesome. Yeah. Didn't they explode into pieces. I, I like, don't remember that. I know the um because I had the uh. The, uh, from Return of the Jedi, the speeders that they flew around on on Endor. Oh, the speeder I bikes, had, yeah. Yeah, those speeder bikes exploded. You push the button and they would yeah. come apart, yeah. Yeah. I Something, I think the trouble bubbles did too, but I don't remember. I never had one. I just, when they introduced the new uh, figures though, and Suprintor and, and that whole nonsense, I was so pissed off that anybody would assert power over Cobra because like he was pissed he, too though. he built this organization from the fucking ground up and, and fucking for dr me, mindbender is gonna fucking create something to take it's over? it's like you know what this is just like at apple when they fired steve jobs this is bullshit and it's happening on my cartoons it's happening in real life i'm done with all of this it would have been great if like uh he had made his own offshoot of cobra like some other <laughs> serpent name anaconda my anaconda don't want none unless you've got Cobra Commander, son. It, there should right. have been Black Mamba. So, which is your good. preferred look for Cobra Commander? Choice one, face shield combo. Uh, choice two, hood. Shield is S H I E L D, yes. Supreme yes. headquarters. Yes. Until, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, put that on the poll. It's going out on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I I don't want to to be uh, doing free ad drops, but you know you can check out Grammarly. I added that to uh, my browser. I love Grammarly. Yeah, Grammarly it, matters it, on there. It, well, it keeps whenever I make tweets like this, it catches whenever because Shield messes me up and Maneuver messes me up uh, whenever I spell it. You don't get the so, little red line under it when you uh, type. Well, Grammarly though tells me you know not only that. I might be spelling it wrong, but they're also checking my grammar, my verb tense, um, subject verb agreements. I mean, it's so handy. And I think it's like 130 bucks, 140 bucks a year for the pro version. And I signed up for that last year and uh, it's been great. It tells me tone like, oh, this sounds very formal or yeah, oh, like this that. sounds happy. I love that. That helps me so much. You know, maybe I like because I'm seeing some pictures now of Cobra Commander wearing the uh, the hood. Mm -hmm. Maybe what I really liked was the jacket he was wearing. Oh, that was a sweet jacket. Double breasted with the snake emblem. That thing is mm -hmm. tight. That's the Wrath of Khan outfit of GI Joe. Yeah, that is cool. I like the I like the helmet. I've always liked the helmet. I know it sounds, I just, uh, the helmet's just such a cool look. I'm putting something in the chat. Like the hood to me looks like, oh shit, I got to go Cobra Commander. I can't find my helmet. I got to put this on real fast. Like that's what it looks like. It looks sloppy and unprepared. It's like mealtime. Yeah. Mealtime for like, Cobra Commander is like, okay, yeah. Put my sandwich under my hood and eat it. I mean, the hood does give him very much like a Cthulhu look though almost because the way the kind of the bottom of it almost kind of reaches out like tentacles on some of them. Maybe that's just me. Uh, but like this picture right here, if I show you this one, it does have like very much like a tentacle look here. Hang on, let me show you. I like a nice hood. Like a vagina hood? Yeah. See, I'm going through, I'm looking at all the ones that uh, with the helmet and the cape. And I think really the cape sells the helmet for me. Like if you look at this, this this yeah, one no I just doubt. yeah, like that's Cthulhu-ish, right? Like you see that one right yeah. there, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that makes that makes it a little cooler, but like this just looks like he he looks like he's got one of the fucking uh, Pac-Man ghosts on his head. Yeah. <laughs> and again, like the one the one above that has that Cthulhu look to it. As you gotta well. see him. Yeah, the, the hood is better in motion than in photos. Kind of like yeah. uh, Kate Middleton. They, yeah, Kate Middleton. Kate yeah. Middleton looks better moving than she does standing still. I can't explain that. Shutter speed is not the hood's friend. <laughs> but I, the helmet is just such a boss move. It's just mm -hmm. like, I'm just going to wear this fucking helmet all the time. I don't care what you say. 
Oh nice. shoot! You can you can actually get the uh, caped uh, uniform for oh, Cobra cool. Commander. Uh, yeah, on eBay. Like the cape has the uh, the snake epaulets on it and everything. Yep. Nice. So yeah, if you I just did a search for Cobra Commander and that was one of the the cosplay has the yeah. And I love the fact that it was reflective too. Like I just love the Cobra. That was the that was the part that got me. Just the that mirrored face. Yeah. Yeah. That was so badass. But what did he look like underneath it? Well, it depends on who you ask. Joseph Gordon Levitt. If if you take the uh, <laughs> the later cartoon movies uh-huh. into consideration with the whole uh, what was it the the Cobra Law and the that fact that he sucked. was yeah and that he was a snake but then he's got like all the things happening and shit I I just discounted all of that yeah it was garbage that's why that was like that supposed fourth Indiana Jones movie that they uh, you know there's always those internet rumors about. It's like no, there's three movies right now. Uh, right now, helmet face shield combo is running away with it with three votes. I mean, <laughs> now, co- do you prefer Cobra Commander helmet or Major Blood helmet? Oh, Cobra Commander helmet all day. Yeah, I don't know. I, Major Blood, like think of the whole ensemble. Major I, Blood, I mean, Major Dapper. Blood, Major, Major Blood is cool. Don't get me wrong, but he's no Cobra Commander. Yeah. I'd even go so far as to say that, like, in my personal pantheon of helmets, mm-hmm. that Cobra Commander is number one. Because we were, Sophie and I were watching um, uh, uh, Return of the Jedi the other night, and she was visit, like, hysterically laughing at Darth Vader's helmet. She was like, it's so funny looking. And I never thought about it, but she was like, just look at it. He's just so weird looking. And it's a weird looking helmet. Yeah. Oh, the fact that it in foops and like out. The, and like the, the the face thing, like it's always kind of been kind I never even thought about it. But now that I think it's like, yeah, it's kind of weird looking, right? It's it's tailor made for duck parody. Yeah. Okay. Major Blood basically has a Cobra Commander helmet just without the shield. Yeah. Because, I mean, he doesn't want to hide that eye patch. Yeah. I mean, because, you know. Yeah. Or his vision's already impaired enough. Now he's going to add, you know, <laughs> an extra layer of. That eye patch is for show, though. We all yeah. Know. And the weird part is, like, how deep the helmet goes. You think that's got to affect his vision on some level. It's like, <laughs> dude, you can't. It's too much. That's why it's not, it's not functional as, like, a soldier's helmet. But since he's Cobra Commander, it works because he's not going to be in a tactical situation with that thing. No, supposedly he's he's you know he's the leader. When he's ready to fight, he straps, he puts on the hood, and he's like, "Let's let's battle." When he's showing off and like giving speeches on balconies and stuff, then he's got the the shield on. I think you got to have that shield and helmet on anytime there's that's that's his battle wear. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I said. The hood well, no, he's got like. Doesn't he have like an armored version? It's like a, a the the technology of an F fourteen. Yeah. That was yeah. That was in like one of the later seasons. It was oh. like the silver and blue. Yeah, I had that one too. It's like a, the helmet had like serious tubing around the yeah the outside of it. You know what we should do? We should totally do a GI Joe podcast. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be awesome. We still owe the people the Law and Order. It's on Tubi. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Like in in sequential order. Mm-hmm. Wow. I would do a GI Joe podcast and for like three of them, and then we go, God, this fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still better than Transformers. Yeah, Transformers doesn't hold up. Transformers is garbage because all they're doing is looking for the energy cubes, and that's it. Like that's yeah. the energy. whole yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's so dumb. Oh, now we're going to the Middle East because they're turning oil into energon. Yeah. It's like great okay cool this mountain has energon in it let's fight over this mountain it's like yeah. this is fucking dumb i you know although Soundwave, man i fucking love auto-tuned sound wave <laughs> <laughs> but yeah this there's, episode there's a there's a youtube video is like 10 minutes of sound wave talking and it's just like, auto-tuned yeah i'm gonna have to find so great <laughs> i'm sure dennis has it he'll say he'll get it to you i'm sure it's saved <laughs> it's bookmarked it's on my books bookmarks bar i love but i gotta tell you man um i'm a big fan of this episode um, every bit of it 
it's great. Yeah, like I can't I can't even think of anything that stinks about it. I mean, there's like I said, a couple of things to point out, but again, they don't the stink. Morca, it the moray, the mork, the the morkra. Is that what they're yeah, called? The mokra, the mokra, the mokra. It sounds like something you would eat deep fried in the south. Yeah, mokra. I'm gonna get. And they're like mokra. a Doctor Who villain, the the mokra or something like that. That's the crab people. I can't crab, recall. It's in uh, Gridlock. They're they live oh. underneath the roadway, but they're like I know a, who you're talking a classic about, Doctor Who villain or something too. I can't. Don't remember that's, the name. That's South Park. No, the, the crab people. Crab people, crab. No, but uh, there was the Tokra on Stargate SG One. The okra. There's okra. Yeah. Okra is good fried. Yeah. 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 Cobra Commander, where it's at. But yeah, this episode's just—it's so good. Like I can't stress enough how good this episode is. Yeah. I was so bummed out last week because I watched the wrong one, and all I wanted to do was talk about this episode. This one. Because yeah. I re- like I was I watched it and I was like like you said Dennis you just hit the ground running like the 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 team is on the planet I don't understand why they send um, why they send Janeway and not and Chakotay. not Chakotay. this is this is prime Chakotay real estate well, he should be doing this why they send Janeway I don't know she's the captain um, I still think some of the episodes should have been about them just leaving. Like, okay, cool, we've got what we need. I think it's time to go because we're in danger here. Um, See, I like the fact, though, where Neelix goes back to get the stuff they need. He gets it. And then when they get separated, it's like, oh, I heard shooting and now I can't find anybody. And they're like, all right, well, do you got what we need? Yeah, we'll beam him up. Yeah. It's just like, let's not fuck around with the magic pixie dust that we need to get the ship to work again. Get his ass up to the ship, get that fixed, and now we can deal with the captain's problem. I agree. But and I, that was great. I, I wished at some, because like they were slow playing this whole negotiation thing, and I don't think Beltron is much of a negotiator. Um, I, I, I didn't find his he was out of place here this would have been cooler for Janeway because Janeway could have made that decision like let's we're leaving like we have to leave because yeah. we got what we needed here I know there are crewmen but we have to go forward because that's <laughs> no, what they would have wanted us to do um, no, she's not leaving Tuvok behind I don't know it would, have been, it would have been cool for her to like have to figure like have to figure it out like do we leave Tuvok behind can we figure something out here they never even really talked about leaving him behind I don't think it was always well, they, very... were, they were gonna leave but then uh, uh, Harry's like well no if we go over this electrical storm then maybe their sensors won't be able to see us and they won't shoot us anymore that's a that pretty was... big, that's a pretty big maybe and I'm thinking they were gonna leave but they were gonna like leave leave yeah they, just they would kinda... leave like um like Beverly left in descent like huh. and took the Borg ship into the sun and then went back and got everybody. Mm-hmm. So, and see, this is where I'm just a, a vindictive fuck though. I would start hooking the resistance up. So like if, if you captured my guys and, and fucked with us and just like, no, no, I got something for you. Hey guys, you ever hear about uh, type five phasers? <laughs> you some pulse rifles? Yeah. I wonder what were they trading? They never really got into that, like what they traded with those. They want to give them technology. No. So, well, they you give know. Them what? Blue jeans? Fuck you, Yankee blue jeans. <laughs> and, and you know, rock and roll CDs. Yeah. I know you've met Joel Gray, but have you ever heard of Billy Joel? Mm-hmm. Only the good die young. Resist. Only the good die young. Oh. <laughs> it's berserker's greatest hits my love for you is like a truck berserker would you like to make some fuck berserker did you just say make fuck i love that movie so god i gotta go back and watch that again my love for you is ticking clock berserker <laughs> um yeah one, just one, one thing i thought was weird in this episode is so at the end i understand why they did it to make it more dramatic Mm. but like they're having to shoot out 
mm-hmm. and Joel Gray stabs the dude, mm-hmm. and then he gets shot. <clears throat> and then after they see that that the leader is stabbed, the other troops just kind of fade away. Yeah. Okay, let's let them have this moment. You know, it's like, no, what are you doing? You fight more intense. <laughs> Well, the fact that as as Joel Gray's character is dropping to the ground and Janeway runs out, it's like you just became a target. Oh yeah, there's another one. I think this now, is very, now she's dead too. Think, but think about when you're playing D and D, you always try to kill the boss first, hoping the minions will run in fear because the boss. But is they dead. didn't run in fear; they just kind of went slinked back into the shadows, and yeah. And or maybe you know what you know. Speak, <laughs> Maybe the the weapons have like a, a like a heavy recharge rate, so you get like three shots, and then you've got like to wait a minute. And they were still in that like cool down, so they're like, "Shit, can't really." Do. And he's got a knife. Yeah, it's just back up. But oh, some, they got I, knives. <laughs> Let's get the fuck a, out of here. Oh wait, guys, that's one of our knives because he got, got a it knife off the to guard. a gunfight. But that's the thing is, all, both of now that you said that both of them have knives too because. He took that knife off of the guard that they took out, you know, when when Whore Janeway was doing her thing. Yeah. So sucking off the guy who was uh, like the pre- President Palmer's chief of staff in twenty four. Yeah. He was also in the first episode of Jag speaking Klingon. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he was on TN or DS nine, wasn't he? Because uh, that yeah, ginger he's in Star Trek before he's Glenn been... Moore shower. Yeah. I meant to ask about it because very distinctive voice and hair. Oh, this is dumb. He was in the Transformers movies, and his character's last name was the same as his real last name. That's funny. That's why he got the part. That's why he got the part. Yeah, it's like this role was written for me. Uh, yes, TNG peak performance. Oh yeah, he was. Um, he was on Riker's crew. Gotcha. I swear, though, I thought he was on DS9. <laughs> Bless me. I, I'm just I mean, it, it could, you. they could have missed it. I, I guess. It, well, no, they probably didn't. I'm pretty sure I might be mixing him up with early appearances of Eddington. I'm looking at uh, Wikipedia, not IMDb. So, oh. Well, you know, Memory Alpha does. Hey, here's every scene that's ever had yeah. any, you know. I don't have, not time, only, to, I don't have time to you, trudge through all that. When you look up the actor they do the whole thing where it's just like, oh, and here's all the 60 movies that he did elsewhere, but with one other person who may have randomly been on Star Trek. Yeah. So it gets a little too, uh, too yeah, deep with, for me. What, over almost like 700 episodes, 800 episodes yeah. of Star Trek now? It's a good chance most people have been in Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. You're That right. have been in other stuff. Same so, thing with Law and Order. I mean, that's just how it goes. Yeah. I remember when I got to be a corpse on Law and Order, which cool. still I think has got to be the best job. Yeah, but I this guy, know, uh, Glenn Morshower. Oh, never mind. He was in SVU. I was going to say never in Law and Order, but he was on an episode <laughs> of SVU. Yeah. So good deal. I, I mean, I just I, I I love this episode. It's great. Like it's a great episode. Yeah. Pretty good. I'm gonna it's say high point. I'm gonna say uh, what was my highest score before? Eight point five. Yes. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give this right there. Eight point five. Wow. I thought it was great. Like I really loved it. That's high praise. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, and I think I'll do the same. I'm gonna match my previous high, and give this an eight. Actually, I'm going to give this an 8.5 because I actually like this one better than the previous eight. So this is my 8.5. Hmm. All right. So I guess, I guess I'm the weirdo then. It's like a 6.5 for me. I thought it was pretty good. Really? Yeah. It wasn't life-changing for me. Okay. Well, you know. That was really good. Joel Gray was really great in it. Well, I mean, I you're surprised. using you're using superlatives here. This is really great, and he was great. But do you only give it a six point five? I don't know. I, I, I don't, think this. I don't think the word it didn't, it didn't finish it me off. I think this episode gives us everything we want, though. Like it's not, it's not 
time travel. It's not anomaly. It's not, you know, they, they're going to this planet for a real purpose because yeah. they they need supplies. So it shows like the urgency on this their, could have been a DS9 episode. Yeah. It shows the urge it shows the urgency. It would, DS9 it would have been. It shows the urgency necessary. They have to get this stuff or they're not going to be able to go. Like there's like an authoritarian. It's just it's I I just really love it. I really but, like this you episode. Know, that kind of bugs me though. Like they just throw these things in like, oh, we need this thing or else we're not going to be able to make the ship work anymore. I imagine this was from the last episode. Gradual problems. And I think though that they did, I was going to say earlier, I think that uh, Torres had mentioned a few weeks ago something about they really needed to take the warp core offline or they needed the engines offline to do some maintenance or something because it was there was some maintenance that she needed to do that i really think tied into this and i just can't remember what it was but and this is that's a problem then if we can't if you think that that happened and you can't remember what it was i don't remember it at all you know so then the whole impact of it is lost it's just like we need we need a device to make this episode work okay i got it they need this one rare element yeah well that they can yeah. only find on this planet that is, you know, has an authoritarian government. It's got to have your MacGuffins, otherwise, you know. Yeah. It's a, yeah, I know. You know, you beam down to the planet of, of intergalactic peace and they're like, oh, hi, strangers. And you're like, hi, we need some terillium. And they're like, oh, sure, we got a bucket of it right here. Just we'll take tra- all you need. We'll trade it to you for some pecan pie. Like, think about, like, how much more involved this is. Like, it's just... I really dug it. Actually, I kind of want that episode where they're like, we want some pecan pie. And they're like, okay, sure. So they go back to the ship and Neelix makes some, but he makes it like using an, he carries it up because he adds raisins or some shit. And so they get back down there and then it's like a huge offense. And then the guys with the padded black uniforms come out and it's just like, you should not have messed with the pumpkin pie or the pecan pie. And it obviously there is an episode where there is pie where they have dinner together with the one guy from the planet who has all the 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 stories yeah he does like the pie yeah the guy who has all the stories and they the weird dutch guy yeah and they talk about trying to steal the stories from they want to give them their library of stories because on that culture they're super warp. yeah so i mean that's essentially like well let's trade super warp for pie and 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 books like no dude let's do some let's do some undercover get locked up in a prison have the shit beat out of tuvok kind of episode yeah we need to get you back to the ship it's weird chakotay's like okay when they call up the guys after they know that janeway and those guys are missing and possibly captured he's like yeah we had some guys spying on your planet and they were captured we want them back it's like how what he didn't say spying. Basically, he's just like, "Oh, we've we've already been down and been trading. We didn't know there was like when he said, oh, no, we'll he send didn't try you to copies of our rules. I would have said, oh, thank you. We'll definitely take those that PDF of your rule book and and comply immediately. My my apologies. We we are like they should have travelers the first, from the first the thing they should have sent down was like a. Uh, diplomatic like we'd like to meet with you discuss trade or whatever and get a feel for the see i think though that was taken care of by the neelix thing like when he was you know briefing chakotay don't trust neelix how you got to that's his his job on the ship face has been wrong before handsy probably yeah, I'm sure. Gonna, I'm gonna he's, say he's like R. Kelly and shit, but at least he's you know accurate. He got them all mind raped by that one guy. Yeah. <laughs> Oops, that wasn't in the intel report. Yikes! <laughs> all right, but great episode. I'm sorry, Dennis, that you're wrong, and me and Ben are right that this is it's a great point. episode for me. Six point five is a pretty great score for Voyager. I noticed yeah. that Ben and I are trying to be more diplomatic about our Voyager watching. Are you are you making a conscious effort, Ben? Because I can honestly say that I am. See, I'm not really. I don't think I'm making a conscious conscious effort. I just think this was a really good episode. Okay. I try not to just focus on the bad. That definitely for sure. Like I'm not going into it going, oh my god, this is gonna suck so bad. I wait and let it suck. 
and then ex- just, prophecy. Like I accept that the suck can and probably will happen. She's going to suck to blow. Just don't fight it. Yeah. But at exactly. the same don't, time, don't fight the suck, Ben. Just let it suck. Just, just let, let it happen. happen. Uh, you know you <laughs> like it. Just let it wash over you. <laughs> no, I mean I think they're in a good stretch now. Like mm-hmm. the writing is definitely better these last three episodes than they've yeah. been pretty much any point in the series. Yeah. It's we're we're only up. It's like we we fit that that second wave of good. It's yeah. only good episodes yeah, from here on. When when do they run out of ideas and start next week? People turn into salad. At, at this at this uh, at this rate, never. We we've 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 gotten. It's like TNG. We had that rough uh, first yeah. season when we had to find our footing. They'll be and back to holodeck episodes soon enough. I'm yeah, sure. they will. No, but I mean, we'll, no more holograms. It's just all good episodes. Like Al Green, out. whether times are good and bad and happy or sad, Voyager's going to be there. So we're, now we're enjoying the good, and then soon we'll be in the bad. Got to have the like two bad episodes a season just so you can appreciate the good ones. There were more than that. I mean, we could. Just, we I'm saying from lowest. here on out. Okay, all right. from here on out. Because we gave our lowest scores, I mean, this season. So it's weird yeah. that we had the lowest scores we've ever had in the history of the podcast. 408 yeah. episodes, lowest ever. And then this is the yeah. highest Voyager episode that we've come up with. Yeah. I, I, again, I really enjoyed this episode. So I we've, think done, was, we've done 29 episodes of Voyager so far. Uh-huh. And we've had one, two, three, four, five six episodes that were below a five. Oh god that's yeah one was a two and one was a three <laughs> and those are second season episodes yeah yeah so it was the best of times it was the worst of times the worst yeah it was the times that tries tricky souls the literal literally worst episodes but hey man i mean let's let's yeah to the stars and beyond so thank you guys thank you guys very much for listening uh there will not be an episode next week because i'm going to new york city comic con um so that should be fun unless you guys want to record without me which i'm more than fine with yeah you guys never want to record without me we i think we've tried it just kind of you know didis and i look lovingly at each other's eyes and ben and jenny start fighting dennis cries so yes there won't be an episode next week because i'll be at nycc uh, but we'll be back in two weeks with a more wonderful uh, voyager hopefully prototype will be a good episode it's directed directed by jonathan frakes oh then good things are going to happen so basically if uh if you're in the new york city tri-state area and you're vaccinated i'm vaccinated Go see Bob. I won't be there. I don't have a table. I'll just be, I have a pro pass. I'm going to be walking around. I'm trying to okay. net, I'm trying to network and stuff. So, oh, wish so the tall, handsome man walking around with, with long metal hair. shark bro stuff. Yeah. The long haired weirdo. Yeah. Just listen for the voice. You'll find him. You'll find me. So thank you guys very much for listening. We really appreciate it. We'll be back next week with more Star Trek goodness. And Hey, Dennis. What you drinking over there, bud? Nothing. I'm trying to find out. How's that soy latte coming?